Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Heat check. Dolls. It's hot. Hot in this town. Hot child in the city. It's a hot child in the city summer. It is. It's hot, hot, hot. And you know who's here on the front lines of reporting climate change and the weather? E. Carol. It's not. It's. I'm a victim of the media's. Uh, you said barrage. What is the new COVID that I can get a little on moss about before people shut my ass down? Climate and climate change. change said, "It's me." Hi. Hi. Oh wait. I'm the problem. That's, it's me. That was something that is so jarring to me. Considering in this in this episode, considering what time of year yeah, and what what year what year they're yeah, in, we'll get, okay, into, we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's just I mean, yesterday, yesterday, I, today, <laughs> I woke up with the Apple News article that just said the Earth is boiling, and I went, "All right, well, time here to talk well, about here it." Here we go. No, I because I'm in. But the... I'm saying it with a. I'm saying with more than COVID. I'm saying it. I'm doing it with like a tinge of irony. I know, but I like. I notice like when you you like to drop a little like, "Ooh, be careful." It's it's vacation. I said, be care- I said be careful, be careful be to you careful. because you're going to Greece and one of the Greek islands is like uninhabitable Burning. right now. So I was like, just for but your it's safety. far away. That's it's like, far that's away great. from where I need to I know, be. And I know there's dozens, if not hundreds of owls. There's and, hundreds. There's at least the 227. So I know you'll be okay. But I was just like, girl, be on your, just be on the lookout. I will be on the lookout while you're gallivanting and jumping into the. I said I booked the last half of my trip and I'm going to go to Italy for a week. And he goes, "Be careful." Remember in Sex and the City two, (laughs) and Liza goes, "Good luck." (laughs) That's you. That's me. That's you to me. While you're not plunging into the Aegean and like dancing under the moonlight, I'm just saying, if you see on the horizon a little spark, you get out of there. (laughs) You head back to Athens. You head back to. I can't wait I really to hope boots you go. on the ground. I'm Remember, not kidding. I dropped I love- it in the gr- in the group text. I was like, we have to go here, and no one responded. So I was like, hmm, I'm gonna really have to do some riling up of the group and get them to go to the club low and for one night. One Is there night anything only. worse than like getting no response in the group chat? Especially when you drop something that you think is funny and ironic and like you would love to see a hint of excitement about and then it was as though it never happened. And then maybe like one day later someone writes someone goes, Haha. I didn't they even react get to the haha. I didn't even get a reaction. There's been no Damn. there's been no acknowledgement of that suggestion. It's crickets for you. It's crickets for me. I'm gonna kidnap everyone that i'm with i'm gonna put bags over their heads throw them in a cab and the only let them out push them out onto the streets unbag them in front of club lohan that's i feel like that happens regularly in greece <laughs> but i, I feel also, like that re- happens regularly to attendees of club yeah lohan. i think that's how you get to club lohan is it's like a custom which would be kind of cool it's like scared straight and you're like you get we're giving you the low hand experience. Ah! And then you get thrown into a van. And then when you emerge, you're at Club Low Hand. She goes, would you like the Dubai package? And you're like, yeah, for like 400 extra euro. Like, why not? 
So I'll just please you have to recreate the video of her going, I'm so happy to be here with all my friends in Greece. All my friends. And I thought, I love Greece. I love Athens. Why not open a nightclub in the center of the city? I love my adopted home that all of my friends who are now like my family. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really going to be living my Lindsay true. I'm you like, are. should I buy a skirt that's also connected to a pair of shorts? <laughs> Remember that like little jean skirt that yeah. she wore that was like a... And I was riding comic, for it. And you loved it. And someone else who was like, I thought it was really chic. Someone mess a listener messaged me and was like, I work in some something and what you said was actually chic. It felt a little like at the end of Romeo and Michelle when that woman goes You started a whisper network of skirt fans and guess what? Jerks. Watch your back, I say to that person. Why? I don't know, I'm just kidding. Like trying to align. Trying to align behind my back. You're gonna have a blast though. You're gonna be voguing on the you're gonna be what if you start getting into the ballroom scene in Athens? Should I? And it's like very um Gaspar Noé. I feel like where are the straights in Athens? Are there any straight people in Athens? Yeah. I feel like there's a, a ton of unfathomably hot straight men in Greece. Greek men. And like horny men in Italy. Horny. Yeah. And you're going to Italy. So you're going to get like the best of both spectrums. Aesthetically gorgeous and DTF. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see. Anything I hope happens. you have a... Get low timber started early. Yeah, I'm. I, I anything it, is possible, but also anything is not possible. Yeah, that's true. Europe is like. I remember when I lived in Europe. When I lived in Europe in college. When I lived in England in college, I was like, I'm gonna be fucking all the time. I didn't. I fucked like thrice. I don't think I'm gonna fuck, but I am gonna get like tan, and like live want, like a beachy lifestyle. I do want you to like drive down a dirt road and stop and go. <sighs> I need some water. And then see a, a tiny old Italian woman just sitting like and call me by your name. And she'll be like, here you go and give you a glass of water. I'm looking forward to getting back on Duolingo hugely between now and my departure date yeah. and like relearning everything that I've forgotten and then trying out some of my Italian on the locals. Do you fly directly to Greece? Or do I you, fly do you stop? to Philly and then I fly to Athens. Then wow. I take a small flight to Parikia airport on paros then i take a ferry to antiparos antiparos yeah parnos parnos you should hit parnos i should up. hit parnos up <laughs> but he'd be down to hang yeah. but he might be in mykonos which is not where we're going how far away is mykonos mm, i don't know how far away is like are all the islands from each other? I have no idea like the layout of Greece. I feel like it's just kind of like there's a lot of islands, islands kind of like clustered, but then there's some islands that seem further away. Is Parnos does it seem like Santorini, like Mamma Mia? Or are they all kind of like that? I think they're all a little bit like that. Yeah. But Santorini is especially like that because it's like more in a hill. I think Antiparos is like more beachy. Mm. I can't get like a good lay of the land like the pictures i look at don't they impress me somewhat but they don't impress me much but i think it's more of just like a low-key beachy boaty vibe yeah but i also know it's where like celebs ha who like love greece have houses on antipatos yeah. so i'm sure there's something like incredible about it i want you to have like a bigger splash slash lost daughter moment except minus the like minus any murder or violence or, or like, like sadness about my yeah. mother yeah isn't lost daughter in greece i think it was was it yeah 
I would love to like connect with like a sexy fisherman. Yeah. Tell him about my life podcasting and learn See? about his life at sea. And we're and we leave and it's just we're so different from each other. And we part ways amicably, but always have like a delightful memory of each other. What if you do like a, a holiday swap and he you become a fisherwoman and he becomes a podcaster? I like he he comes back and he's like I'm Lara and I'm like all right love to channel some like barnacle energy on the shores of Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not opposed to it, but there's also I'm looking in Italy trying to find like a masseria to stay at, which is like a converted like farmstead, mm-hmm. and I'm finding I found some that have that say you'll learn about bees at, and so I'm intrigued by that, and some that have like donkeys at them. Mm-hmm. I love like a, a donkey moment for myself. This is just me, but every time I, when I, mean, I imagine like, and I said this, I mentioned earlier, but when, every time I picture a European farm, I'm like immediately go to high tension and I'm like, I'm immediately Cecile de France with like a pixie cut and just <laughs> running for my goddamn life with a chainsaw. I know travel it. Like there would be just like probably five days of solo travel involved, which I'm i'm down for like i love spending time no, you'll alone. be you're safe but i'm also like but it's a little i get a little bit like should i buy a gun i think you'll be okay yeah i think yeah you're tall you're an american i'm tall many times when i'm traveling people think i'm a man I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you get misgendered but that's i get misgendered for your, often that's for your so benefit. i feel like that's like bodes well for travel <laughs> you don't want to mess with this sir excuse me sir i'm like lean see? into it yeah i think i can lean into it um well i'm excited for you i'm i'm going to miami today because this will be coming out tomorrow oh my god i thought you meant like today i was like no, no, no i'm going for my i haven't seen my nephews or niece in more than a year it's time to reconnect it's time to reconnect it's my niece's birthday i'm Aww. excited i've never met my youngest nephew is your niece a leo she's a leo yeah wow she is a little or, Leo. yeah she is mm-hmm. she's such a leo and then i'm meeting my nephew for the first time my youngest one and an he's angel. an angel i'm excited i'm excited for it's you a, it's a 48 hour whirlwind miami jet set jet setting and then i'll be back where are you but, staying with your parents yeah i love that mm-hmm they have a cool place. It's like 10 minutes from my sister. It'll be fun. But I'm not excited to go to Miami. It's a no-fly zone for me. I was thinking Sorry about your like Miami hatred. It's not. A, it's just like, I'm just like, it's not home for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's home because of my family, but it's not like where I grew up. And I just feel no, like, You're other Jersey than my... girl at heart. I really am. And other than my family, I have no, like, attachment to it. So it's like, and it's sinking. It's sinking. It's hot. South Beach is kind of the only vibe. South Beach is amazing. I wish they'd all move to Palm Beach. Yeah. I mean, that's its own dark corner, but at least it's like... Wait, what did I want to... Did you see the Congress hearing about the non-human biologics? No. Congress had a hearing yesterday with this apparent whistleblower who used to work for the pentagon or the air force it's like he was like top clearance is this the alien stuff yeah what they say he said that i mean congress it seemed like a little bit of a freak show but i feel like it, it has to be somewhat legit for congress to have some sort of hearing about it yeah so the guy he's this he's been talking more but he's said that we have alien technology from recovered crash sites and also in those crash sites contain non-human biologics so like bodies yeah or body parts like body Body parts parts. corpse 
corpse parts like sever you know but non-human and the it was funny to see like the congress people be like so non-human and he's like yes like he said it with such certainty and i'm like is this guy a total psycho like schizo like not living in reality or is he so convict has such conviction because it's all true and like why does and no one and like basically he's confirming according to him he's like we have alien technology we have well, what's the technology? Like craft. But he's not giving his specifics. No. And he keeps saying he said some of the stuff he's like, I'm not at liberty to say. Well then why the fuck are you having a press conference? And it's kind of and part of me is also like, okay, so we'll show us pictures then. Like I want proof. I want to see like an alien wrist. Or like just say what you've seen. Yeah. I want to know what the biologics look like. Are they tentacles? Are they like is it is it human esque? Is it completely like non humanoid? Like, do they look like chairs, you know? What if aliens are just us from the future trying to travel, time travel back and say, like, stop using <laughs> gasoline? Maybe. Or maybe they look like us. Just Well, if, it, if they're from, like, thousands and thousands of years in the future, we would have evolved to look very different than we yeah. look now. Especially if we all had to, like leave and repopulate mars like the gravity would make and us then different. learn to live yeah I don't on know. a different planet or if we had to like even repopulate a different solar system start from scratch build up a new community and then we said you know what we need to go back to these fuckers and tell them that the earth is gonna fucking explode if they don't get their shit together yeah i don't know but it's it's definitely like it continues to baffle my mind that like no one cares no one cares and that actually i was thinking about it and i was like if this was truly real like wouldn't it be like this sensational thing that like the world everyone was watching like huddled in times square on like the big screen you know and like all in the movies but then i was thinking no it's actually more realistic that no one cares because everyone's busy slash it's summer traumatized or in italy yeah no one gives a shit about aliens. I know. I, I didn't even tune in because I was too busy planning my trip to Italy. So like... But that kind of feels... Doesn't that almost feel like you're like, oh, no, that's actually how it is. That's it how is. it would be. Everyone's gotten it wrong that we would all be in a panic or like enraptured and it would change society. And it's like, no. I don't even think like... Do you believe? Oh, a, a 100. Yeah. I mean, there's literally like millions of different dimensions like i believe that there's like so many other dimensions yeah. and i believe in like interdimensional like manipulation like i think that's uh, what they could like be. quantum physics and mm -hmm. all that kind of like i believe humans are capable of that so like i believe in aliens for sure but i don't know if everyone is gonna get on board or what it takes for everyone to get on board like i don't even think that like an event happening that would be captured on like YouTube or TikTok or anything would really make that big of a difference or impression. Like, I feel like it would have to be some sort of like Independence Day attack or just like a ship of some sort showing up or like a presidential announcement. But I don't know if Biden announcing that. I don't know if people would believe that. We should get Mitch McConnell to do it. Do you see that video of him? Mm mm. You didn't see the video of him? What? He was, <laughs> he's doing a press conference. Tonya. He was doing a press conference yesterday, and then midway through, he just went like this. And for 20 seconds, just stared. 
No. And everyone was just like looking, and all of a sudden his his staff was like, Mitch, Mitch, do do you want anything else? Do you want to say anything else? And he went, and then they just ushered him off. Did he have a stroke? His old ass. But I'm saying, why are we allowing like old people to stroke out and like ruin things? Why are these people in charge? Because that's it's really weird to be like approaching 40 and then the thought that like an 80 year old could make any rules that I as an adult have to follow is like insane to me. And a string of That man is making a decision about if you can get an abortion or not. That seems right. That seems like the kind of person that would make those decisions. But I'm saying, imagine if these are the people that, if aliens do come, that guy is going to be like in the mix. Negotiating with them? Yeah. We need Gen Z people to be talking to aliens. (laughs) I think so. Okay. I think like they could get like they're accepting, they're open-minded and like they could start like a dialogue Mm -hmm. and just like be a friendly face before we decide like what the tactic is going to be. I think if there was an Independence Day style event, people still wouldn't care or they would say it's a hoax. And they'd be like, that's not my business. There would be a lot of division. And I feel like maybe I'm not ready to go into like a nation fighting over things uh, like aliens. Yeah, I'm not ready to go into like politicizing alien existence and like what it means, like what the approach should be and people fighting over it. I'm not ready for think pieces about it. And like imagine the Twitter. I got him on. Thank God. I got him off. Wait, how are you? coping with your recent expulsion i had a the other night i had like a dark i was i'm i was upset that all of everything i've like all the funny stuff that i'm actually like happy i've made is just gone that's a bummer but then i'm like it's so stupid like why like i i feel no remorse for that tweet and like i don't think that that tweet was wrong in any way for those of you that didn't have the bonus episode, Carrie's been kicked off of Twitter. Forever. Forever. He's been permanently suspended for saying, if you're not in Italy, you should kill yourself. Mm-hmm. I should have said unalive. Well, maybe you should have just put an asterisk where the I is. Yeah. But. You know what? Alas, he didn't. And now he's gone. I didn't realize that your tweets were all also deleted. Yeah. Can you get an archive of them like no. emailed to you? Damn. That's what sucks good. when you're at the mercy of the evil Idiots. tech overlords. Yeah. But that was the only thing I'm upset about is like some of the videos I really liked. Like there's some like funny moments that I liked. But other than that, like I'm like, and you not save them. The videos. Mm-hmm. I've saved some, but I delete a lot to like make room. Do you sign up for Apple storage? Yeah. No, I've, I've stored some of them. It's just seeing them all right there was like easier. It's just like it's sort of like the. I've been on it for so long. Like I've been on it since I was like basically a kid. And it's like uh, kind of for me, it's like a I was like measuring like my how I like grew as like a comedy writer or like, you know what I mean? And like that is like kind of a bummer because it's gone. 
but i'm also like it's really funny that i got kicked off forever for saying something so stupid this is a new chapter it is of owning all your own content Mm -hmm. archiving Mm -hmm. everything being your own boss threats being in charge being on threads being being on on tiktok and being on instagram more yeah i i was like have you taken to threads now yeah (laughs) i was like should i make a burner account and just like lurk on what twitter but you can't from your you'd only be able to access from laptop probably yeah they got my phone ip they have your ip that was just like i still think that someone reported you that like has it out for you and i think when they took a look at my tweets probably like to review it they were like this guy is kind of a makes fun of us a lot yeah i don't i think that someone had an axe to grind and they said i'm gonna get this fucker and they got you mm. but also maybe it just happened and that's your part of the like culling because aren't a lot of people getting kicked off of twitter yeah i think if you're like if you're not subscribing to twitter blue and you're like gay (laughs) if you said went back and said i'll pay for twitter blue would they let you on i'm not i would i'd rather i'm alive than pay for twitter blue (laughs) i i think if you're like do it not paying to be on it and you're also like tr- a kind of shit poster sometime and you're gay or like lgbtq they're like <laughs> get him out of here well i'm glad you have many other social media yeah. apps to jump to and you're the person who reported me fuck you rat i hope i haunt your dreams <laughs> in this world and the next <laughs> just now it's it is like i would be like i would feel like a guilt if i did that if i got someone unless someone's like i'm gonna kill you like i've I've reported people who are like i'm gonna kill you or like you should kill like i want you to die horribly then i'm like okay <laughs> report you get you suspended but like if i don't know i would just feel like guilty but maybe i'm just like a block or move on or just like don't just, participate just block yeah block babe block or mute no but they said no, no. silence maybe off to threads jigsaw <laughs> i love that theory i feel kind of genius for thinking of that yeah. but i don't think it was them i don't know if we'll ever know the truth no but follow carry on threads now follow me on threats <laughs> speaking of threats i'm carrie i'm lara and you're listening to sexy unique, unique podcast they did that they did that They really are doing that now. This episode tore. It did. There were moments that I was like, there were moments where like, why do I care about this person or this thing? But overall, I was like, it's really I'm coming in together. It. It's coming together. It's feeling. I just am obsessed that it took them this long to get here. But it, you know what? You sometimes it takes you sixteen or fifteen episodes to get to kind of where you needed to be four years and 16 it's been a long and winding road but we got somewhere carrie wakes up and there's like kind of peggy lee music playing and she opens up her laptop and the first email from aiden just says what's up i'm really unclear on her bedroom setup 
There are certain parts of her apartment that I believe to be really chic. Like I love what she's doing with the entry mm-hmm. area and that like old kind of like antique yeah. thing with a painting. Crown molding. Yeah, and like crown molding, but then you go into like her writing area and that wallpaper is truly heinous. Then you go into her bedroom and you have like a yellow shelf zone and a full bed, and I'm like, what's happening here? I will say Carrie felt more like Carrie in this than ever before in this iteration. Except her outfits have gotten... Oh, no, I can't. Like, I really... I really was upset by what she wore in this episode. But her, like, vibe and, like, isms kind of... when When she opened the laptop and then, like, the garbage truck was... Like, that felt very Carrie. Yeah, people were getting embarrassed in this episode, which I appreciated. So she grips her chest, thinking, did I really just see that email or not? And then she opens up again, and it's still there. So it turns out Aiden messaged her that he wants to go out on Valentine's Day night. Thursday. So this episode's about Valentine's Day. Yeah. We've, again, time jumped. But also, it seems like summer outside. It's, it's, a, it's a balmy May day. May day or like a late <laughs> fall. I do think it's actually like August or September if memory serves. Oh, and they were filming? I'm pretty yeah. sure. It's they've time jumped a few months and potentially a few years because as we some of the music does not fit the time frame that we are believing that they're in. The continuity stuff is really bothersome. Like, I read something recently that made me furious, which was that Harry referred to his mother as being, like, dead for 10 years. And then, actually, she's been dead a lot longer than that. Because in, like, an old episode where he and Charlotte were dating and he told her she has to be Jewish in order to get married, his mother was already dead. So, like, she's actually been dead a long time. And the fact that it's, like little things like this aren't being corrected. I'm like, this feels very lazy. Like, who's in charge of... Like, it's as though they don't want to honor that they're in the same universe. That's weird. It's weird. And it's like... Don't you think as, like, the head honcho... Like, I mean, I'm so type A detail-oriented about that kind of shit that that would drive me up the wall. Well, also, it's a show that has a... I mean... A rich and sordid history. No, but like a cult following. So yeah. it's like we people will know these things. People you have to assume there's a lot of people who will like remember, wait, that's that not guy right. was already in it. Yeah. Or like you are like that is not what happened. But they're just like doing things willy nilly, which makes me feel like they don't care. And that's where I start to get angry. But anyways. So they had they go to the, they go to their like upgraded coffee shop. They go have a girl's girl's lunch. Carrie, Charlotte, and Miranda. And I was like, okay, good. I need just a moment with the three of them. Like, I don't... Without, you don't need the others. I don't need the others Not right, right now. now. Just the quarter three. And, like, let's just pretend that they're friends still. I like that. Miranda's wearing a Sherpa sweater. I kind of liked it. I was into it. I was like, even though it seems summery outside, you guys She's are chilly. serving light winter. Can we stop with the dresses, Carrie? Can we stop? With can she not wear a dress, please? Well, she wore an unfortunate pair of pants. No, I'm just, I'm just, but everything to me looks like a giant dress. Everything she wears, it's very like 50s housewife dress. That's not Carrie. 
No, it Carrie, certainly isn't. I was watching older episodes. She wears like she wears like insane like she wears like crazy person looks that are so cool. I know. This isn't her. She'd be wearing like a what would she be wearing? She'd be showing off those tits and those curves a little bit more. She'd be wearing like, like you a... know when she went into Vogue and that like she wore like a sir a skirt suit. Yeah. Like she'd wear maybe something like that. Yeah, or like a I feel like when it's if it's like really cold out, she'd be maybe wearing like a wife beater with like a giant puffy coat or something. And like jeans and like Maybe wealth changed her yeah. and she felt like she feels like she's dressing like someone with 500 million dollars would dress. I don't know. I'm really confused by her looks. She'd be wearing like Julia Fox outfits. Like caution tape. <laughs> she would progress. That's where Carrie was heading. I would kill for that. Like Carrie in a pair of like assless chaps. I want to see Carrie in like the outfit she wore in like the cover of New York magazine. Just like a white like, you know what I mean? With mm-hmm. like like boot cut jeans and like black boots and like a wife beater. Carrie's so right? into plaid the, it's the tartan. really jarring get out of the, scotland someone really took like a tartan turn and decided i'm dressing every single person that we see in this episode if there's not tartan and at least one tartan siding in every scene i fucking quit and michael patrick king said okay i guess we just have to i guess just give them a tartan scarf miranda's wearing it carrie's wearing it that lesbian's wearing it i think it was Carrie, Why so much plaid? Carrie wore that Alexander McQueen tartan look to the Met Ball and just never got over it. Even that was more Carrie than what we're seeing Carrie yeah. in now. So Carrie's like, what do I do? And they're like, well, it's Valentine's Day. And Carrie's like, oh, I didn't realize that. And then she goes, actually, I did know. And Charlotte goes, so Miranda, are there any women on the horizon? And Miranda goes, why the fuck do you think that I only like women? Miranda, yeah, she's like, uh she's like well because you're a lesbian you've been munching chay's box for the past year she's like so go munch other she goes, boxes look, go look in the mirror you're telling me that's not a lesbian i did yeah i like them sort of lightly trolling miranda for being a lesbian Shibli needs a smooth firm kick in the ass she just needs a kick in the arse yeah so she's like you got to get out there and like she's like i need you to figure out what you are because i need things explained to me in black and white and she's like, you're either a lesbian or shit, I got off the pot. And she's like, well, I was with Che, who's non-binary. And they're like, well, that's, that's, not, that's not good enough for us. You need to either be a lesbian or asexual, basically. Yeah, they're like, we don't acknowledge the Che years. So now that we have Shibli back, you got to make moves and figure it out. So we cut on over to Naya Wallace Skyping. And I was like, okay, Naya is actually talking to her like, actual friends and they're like where have you been (laughs) they're like girl you've been gone for years and she's like these white ladies abducted me but now i'm back in brooklyn and i'm just gonna spend v-day alone and they're like can we come over and like re she goes absolutely our our friendship and she goes no i'm having a she goes my gaijin roommate would have a real problem with that She goes, the white lady has moved in. I'm living with a ghost. she's not letting me, she's not letting me go. So this Valentine's Day is an evening. I like that. I like that. But at the same time, I'm like, love and light to Naya and Shay. I simply do not need to catch up with them and their own storylines. No, I don't. I'm like, loop me 
Lube the, the fuck, fuck out. out. I please catch up with your friends. Like have a gorgeous evening. Make a delicious souffle. Che, go be a vet tech. It was what you were always meant to do. But like, but do Jay's not such a vet like tech. do not make me, me. Don't make me watch it. You could just say in one piece of dialogue like Che is a vet tech now, or like Naya made a souffle, and that's it. But I'm done with them. I watched it with Simon last night, and he goes, "This professor has a really nice apartment." <laughs> I was like, "How does she have this?" Like, Naya's wealthy. Naya She's like a is, wealthy Brooklyn. Naya has a twenty million dollar apartment in like Dumbo. I'm yeah, like, I was like, I wouldn't leave either. Yeah, I wouldn't leave either. I'll stay there all day. I'll become a hermit. I like that. For some, why haven't they taken down that like styrofoam wall in Miranda's room? It's, okay, we'll talk about it. Mario's hot guys try to unionize and he shuts them down. Okay, now I understand why Anthony's in gay hell is because he's putting gay hell on other gays by making them that's abusive and like a workplace violation, making them wear those outfits in February. Yeah, the like the he's enslaving juiced gays to do his bread bidding. Yeah, one of his gays is taking an HGH shot in front of him and he's like, everyone needs to get out of here who's on steroids. Also, wait, I'm like, this is the same. In this world of and just like that, you just shoot up (laughs) anywhere and you do drugs openly. You smoke bowls in elevators and you shoot up HGH in in a kitchen. Like that's a food preparation area. No one would do that. Um, they all leave because they're like, he's like, if you're taking human growth hormone, you need to not be in my company. And then they're all like, well, they're like, you could use some. Also. I thought every elder rich gay took HGH. I thought every as okay. I will say this: that is true. There's a lot of gays taking HGH, but for all the like wokeness they've tried to like, or for everything they've really tried to like, go hard on like correcting their like more dated like offensive shit from the original show. The gay storylines continue to be like. Well, I think that's like reflective of well, okay. who's steering the ship. But but he, but he gets a call. And this seemed like a direct indictment of like a certain type of gay, which I was like, to me, the Anthony I know would only hire gays who are yeah. on HGH. He's like, please shoot up in front of me. And Anthony would also be on HGH or yeah. like some sort of like even more expensive like peptide injection system. Also, Anthony would just have... I feel like anthony would have a lot of gay friends well no because now he's like he's putting gays out this show is all about being really woke and inclusive but putting people out of work at the same time carrie's shutting down whole podcast networks anthony is firing like five people right post covid like turning gays out on the streets but he gets a call the drew barrymore show is obsessed with hot fellas bread and she wants Anthony hot loaves. Hot loaves. She wants Anthony to come on with one of the hot fellas and chill his fuck. baked goods. She wants him to come get fucking rimmed she in wants, the middle of the show. She wants to see Anthony get fisted by one of the on the Drew Barrymore show. So meanwhile, Rock's friends are all waiting for like a charging station on the sidewalk to turn, and it's a ad for the Ralph Lauren campaign that she's or they're in. And Rock is a legit celeb now. Everyone cheers for them. Rock is like, oh, I hate being famous. <sighs> then Charlotte and LTW are talking. It's after school. They're they're just so proud of Rock. And then LTW spots her son and his white girlfriend, Baxter, who's basically like hand jobbing him 
on school grounds in front of all the parents. Baxter's like a little devious. Baxter is also 25. Baxter, yeah, Baxter's like a 26-year-old who has health insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, she walks over and she's like, please get your hand off my son's cock. And Baxter is like, I won't. Baxter, as LCW comes over and Charlotte comes over, she keeps her hand on the son. I'm like, this girl... LDW has Baxter's number. Yeah. Charlotte is basically a momager. She's taking Rock on a bunch of different scouting trips to agencies. And I was like, I was excited for Charlotte to enter her Kris Jenner era. I think that it made a lot of sense. I was like loving that. I was excited for Rock's blossoming career. I was like, maybe we'll get a spinoff Rock as a supermodel. But no. But no. Then we cut on over and Miranda's in her single bed signing up for LGBTQ dating apps. One says, bye-bye, love. And Jesus then Che, Christ. I wrote, not Che calling Miranda. Miranda screens Che's call. And then we cut, and I'm like, okay. We see Che and Carrie walking out of, they were getting a bite to eat. And I'm like, why the fuck is Carrie still hanging with Che? If I broke up with someone and my friend, my best friend was still hanging out with my ex, I'd be like, stop hanging out with my ex. I'm sorry. Call me like annoying and but i'd be like no 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 you're not gonna go to lunch with my ex to my best friend that's like like if my best friend matt was continuing to hang out with like an ex of mine who i just broke up with i'd be like that's weird you need to stop that carrie's fucked for that also chay's not your boss anymore no it's bizarre i just there's no reason and no world in which they would like be friends and hang out they like went to go have a cheeseburger i was like carrie what what a cheeseburger in midday (laughs) in february in february in the afternoon with chay diaz chay goes i think Maria's. i think miranda's ghosting me and carrie's like well you did shatter miranda's heart and then a little rat dog runs across the street and Che finds their calling, which is to rescue street animals and take them to the vet around the corner. And then, and just like that, Che gets a job as a vet tech. And I was like, you literally are a vet tech. Oh, I was like, this is the most perfect. As soon as, and I love that iconic woman that runs the... Who is she? I don't know, but I was upset. She was really cool. I was like, get Che back in this vet office. Che- like, this is where Che Diaz... The jokes make sense. Like, Che Diaz was born to be a vet tech. I will say, in any other scenario, if like if you had to make me watch Che Diaz comedy, I'd be like, please, this, please, no, no, no. But if if I was either in a hospital myself or my or Mango was in the hospital, the only person I'd want there comforting me and telling me it's gonna be okay is Che Diaz. Exactly. Like if Che Diaz was my nurse slash my vet tech and I was in trouble or my animals in trouble. I would feel an infinitely better that they were there keeping me calm, making jokes, being corny, sweet. I'd be like, please mother me. This is where Che belongs. Yes. And this feels energetically correct. And I would say an emotionally corrective experience for me watching being like it's all led to this. All the hell we were put through with Che's ascent to Hollywood stardom has been evened out. By ushering us into the heaven of Che's vet tech years. And to me, it felt more realistic. Like, well, this is a tr- the, what a true story, a Hollywood story going back into a profession you did before you were in Hollywood. But because... do you think that what's going to happen is Hollywood's going to come calling again and say that Che's pilot 
is back on. And they're going to be like, I, I found my calling here in an LGBT-centric veterinary hospital. I'd I say it's that. a divine blessing that they happen to have a full-time position with benefits open just as Che Diaz is getting the Hollywood boot. I love this. It's humbling. Che needed this. And it makes me like it makes me see them in a full fuller spectrum of like this is a well-rounded person and I'm into them in this moment. I really fear though that we're about to get more comedy. An- another comeuppance. <laughs> I think that we haven't seen the last of Che Diaz's Hollywood career. No. I feel like Che is going to get incredibly good news before the they really over. start to get their hands dirty in their new vet tech career. And I'm not open to that. For a second, I thought Carrie was going to take the dog. No. Can you imagine? She's not a caregiver. No. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on To Niche, the show where we deep dive on the world's most important topics, we are living the Dolce Vita lifestyle and celebrating capitalism with a K as we haul all of the Kardashian-Jenner-owned brands. From the quickly defunct Kardashian credit card to Kim K's latest venture, the private equity firm Sky Partners, raise a glass of 818 and join us as we make some true hauling memories. Tune into To Niche every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. Naya and Miranda go to a bookstore and Miranda's like, do you think I'm a lesbian? And Naya's like, yes. It's <laughs> like, look at you. She's like, I'm going to go look at a souffle, a cookbook for souffles. Like, go do lesbian things. Deck out over there. And then lo and behold, she hears a the most lesbian speaking voice you'll ever hear. And she parten, parts the beaded curtain and there's this like slick back hair red leather lesbian doing a reading of some book and very like it's a pride and prejudice lesbian mm. moment and miranda is smitten she waits for her outside and the woman comes out and she goes oh, amelia and amelia goes yes and she goes i'm such a fan of your your i listen to your uh audiobooks all the time on spotify i run to them you really get me going. And then Amelia goes, oh, I got you going. I like the sound of that. This She's a famous lesbian meet cute was very Dale. Super Dale. Amelia was giving me like light autism, which I was like, I'm into this. She was giving me like butch but femme at the same time. And then I was like, I can handle Miranda in this relationship. Amelia is like a famous reader. And she's like, me thinks the lady like very like that. And then Miranda's charmed as hell and for a second she goes I'm gonna be a little forward right now and I was like oh my god are they gonna go like fuck right now and then she asked her out on a date so they make a date for Valentine's Day and Miranda gets home and calls Carrie and she's like look at me I'm setting up dates and knocking them down she's like I can't wait to fuck and I was like whoa Miranda's like a fuck boy she goes into her room with the pat with the soundproof with her wall. padded wall. It's like an ins- it's an ins- it's, it's a- the insane sound. It's the perfect place for Ol Chablis. Why is she living in there with a single bed? It's barracks. She's living in a barracks. Well, I guess she has no money. Yeah, that's true. She's like living on her retirement account before she's even at retirement age. She's fifty six. She's counting on like Steve to sell their Brooklyn thing for like twenty mil, but he's like, squatting. fuck no, he's squatting. Brady's like, I will literally kill you in your sleep if you sell this house. So she's now hiding out in a padded cell. I guess like squandering her wealth. I'm really unclear. She also is in, lest we forget, she's in grad school. So that's like, you need to add 100K at least to her debt. Did she pay? Is she paying for grad school in cash? She's living with her professor. She's very, like, college years. She's having, like, grad school. She's in her grad school era. I did like this moment when Carrie goes, wow, lesbian Miranda's a lot. <laughs> I cackled. Charlotte wakes Harry up from a nap and demands that he find them a reservation for Valentine's Day. And he's she like, says, I don't want to do that. And she's like, no, we have to leave the house. Lily's having a girl's night here. Her boyfriend, who she gave up her puss to. 
broke up with her ass. Broke up with her ass. I was like, I could have told you that was going to happen. And you got to hold out for as long as possible. And now she's having an F the boys party. Yeah. I thought that she that meant she was having like, we're all fucking boys. I thought it, she was like, <laughs> Lily's sex. having an orgy on Valentine's Day. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this woman's sexually progressive. She's hosting a gangbang in her No, apartment. I literally was like, Oh my god. So it's like we simply must go out to dinner. Lily's having a <laughs> fuck the boys party. And Lily's then... posting open hole on <laughs> <laughs> Come through no loads refused. Lily's having a no loads refused <laughs> Valentine's Day party in our living room. And then she goes, "Honestly, Harry, we have to let her have this night because I'm so happy I'm happy she has friends considering how mean those those mean senior girls were about her solo music career and then i was like wait lily's not a senior how old is this girl she's like i thought she was like leaving for college soon. she's an orphan she's i thought she was leaving for college too she's like are you s- meaning to tell me she's like a freshman she, i think she's like a sophomore, sophomore? or ju- i don't know i'm like please like, give us i need a full like please break this down how old is Lily? Good on these senior girls, though, for bullying her. She deserved that. That song was trash. Harry says as much. He goes, well, you could have you could have told me she was going to get viciously bullied for writing a song about privilege. But now Lily is turned to sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> LTW's son, Herbert, well, her husband, Herbert, came in and said he got them a sexy reservation for Valentine's. And then her son comes in and says that his GF's parents booked them a suite at the Mandarin. Yeah, I'm like, all the parents in this show want their kids to have sex. I think it's bizarre. Sorry. I think I, I was think reading bizarre. Patreon comments and someone was saying that, like, they have parents with, like, teen children. And it's like a thing where parents will, like, brag about their kids having sex and stuff. A little weird. It's a little weird. I'm sorry. I'm not. I guess I'm not, like. I mean, like, Tony will get fixated on a dog at the dog park and, like, air hump, like, relentlessly next to him. And that freaks, like, I'm, like, not okay with that. No, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, like, a square. I just, like, if I was a parent, I, I want to pretend that, like, I'm going to be realistic about my kids, but I'm not going to be, like. I'm not going to book them go. a suite to go, like. At a downtown hotel to go. At, get... like, an $800 a night yeah. room. I'm booking myself that. Yeah, that's. You Weird. guys can hang here. What's wrong with you? And like, please be gone by the time curfew. Like, they need to leave at midnight or whatever. But like, Jesus Christ. Baxter held up the cattle gun. Fucking book me that sweet, motherfuckers. Your ass is grass. But I also was like, well, if you're going to let them come here and fuck, and you're not the ones paying for this Mandarin room, why can't you just go to the Mandarin? Herb is like... Why don't you guys just come here? We're going out. You'll have the place to yourself. And the guy goes, the kid's like, sweet. And then LTW goes, you forgot to give him permission to fuck in our bed. That was really funny. Yeah. I laughed. I was like, her comedic timing is pretty great. I love LTW so much. She was calling back because you just okayed him to fuck in our bed. I literally lolled. LTW is running that fucking house like the Navy. We love to see it. Charlotte talks to Mario on the phone and he goes... (laughs) About the Drew Barrymore thing. And he goes, well, you know, it's it's supposed to be... He's like, I need guys, but I need guys that are, like, wholesome. Those guys that were doing HGH are just all... It's either them or porn stars. And then he goes, the Drew Barrymore show is more kiss me than fist me. Lol. It's like, you've lost the plot of, like, everything. 
You're not an ally. You're no longer an ally. Who? Him. Anthony? Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Charlotte's in a card store and she goes, oh, I might have a solution for you. Anthony, how dare you say that? I'm in a card store right now. And then she spots this like beautiful Italian gay poet who's selling, who's one of those doing one of those like poet for a dollar, poem for a dollar stands. She goes, I might have a solution for you. Let me call you back. And then she takes a photo, sends it to Anthony and the guy's really hot. And she goes over and she's like, can I give you $300 to a job? And he's like, please, I get broached all day, every day. I'm not a prostitute. And she's like, he goes, I'm not the prostitute. And she goes, oh, no, no, it's nothing like that. Because I'm married with three kids, with kids. And he goes, so is the last woman that came up to me and to buy me cashmere. And then we cut to him backstage at the Drew Barrymore show. And he comes out of his room with the outfit on. Cause, so she's hired him to help. He looks appropriate for TV. He's like very like kind of innocent looking. Beautiful. He walks out and he has a giant cock. Yeah, he has a fat dong. And it's like very, it's like insane. And then we get a Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore cameo. And he comes out. And everyone notices his giant, the outline of his big, thick cock. And she gets all flustered about it. She makes all these innuendos. And I was like, this is all weird. Things veered off into, like, strange territory here. Like, I, I'm not mad at it, but I'm also just like, it just doesn't feel... No. It doesn't feel grounded or, like, there's something odd. His business immediately blows up because all everyone is in a tizzy over this guy's hog. And then he asked Giuseppe to work for him and Giuseppe's like no I'm a poet now I'm like okay they're gonna fall in love is Giuseppe gay I feel like he is just open yeah I mean he's, he had kind of a gay cuntiness to him I thought Ross Matthews and Anthony were gonna fall in love Ross Matthews Matthews Ross Matthews, <laughs> Ross Matthews like me too is Giuseppe he's like where's that hunk of meat oh damn he's fully dressed fuck off I was like good god, god. <laughs> the, the hilarious Ross Matthews comes out on this show that he works for and like sexually harasses this like a young young nubile gay a young immigrant (laughs) (laughs) who's now just getting like sex trafficked by like charlotte and anthony so anthony went from putting like muscly gays on the street to like hiring an immigrant for pennies on the dollar forcing him to do a hundred deliveries i was like this one person is gonna do all your deliveries and then force Forcing him to go on national television and get, like, sexually harassed by everyone and then get me too by Ross Matthews. Can't think of Giuseppe, any- I'm like, welcome to America, bitch. <laughs> Seema and Carrie go to a spa. I liked this. As a single person, I stand with Seema. Carrie's wearing a newsy cap. Carrie's outfit here was grounds for 5150. She's like, I was ready for Seema to march Carrie into a car and take her right to Miranda's padded cell and lock her up with Chablis. Also, this BB Newworth ass receptionist. What the fuck? What was her deal? I don't know. She was Spectrum vibe. She was. <laughs> they only book rooms with two people in every room. Yeah, it's like, she's like, this is a couple's only day. You can only book rooms if you're a couple. So I assumed you and Carrie were a couple when you booked for two. And Seema is, of course, like, I don't believe in Valentine's Day. This country is so discriminatory against single people, which it is. The it government is. the government wants single people to die. They want us to die and they want us to not be able to travel. Yeah. So then she's like, They well, want us to pay more taxes. And mm-hmm. then they want us to get a massage in the same room as our friend, which... 
honestly, I was like, okay, that's really annoying and you should get like a discount, but just get the massage. Gay panic. It was, (laughs) she was like, I'm immediately going to be a lesbian. And then Carrie makes a Jan 6 joke. I I like that. I like that. I felt seen. Charlotte and Rock are waiting in a Brooklyn modeling agency that's like the very like Gen Z centric cool modeling agency. And they've been waiting for a while and Charlotte's pissed. She's like, we have mod- we have meetings at IMG and Elite in Manhattan, and we can't be waiting here all day. We've been here for an hour, and Rock's like, chill, bitch. And Charlotte simply cannot chill, so she goes to the receptionist and goes full Karen, and then demands that they leave the agency. I was like, oh, God, are they going to film Charlotte and ruin Rock's... Slipping out. And then they get home... And Rock reveals that they don't want to model anymore. And I was like, you ungrateful little pig. <laughs> I know. You will go fucking back to... You're going to sign with IMG. You're and gonna, you're modeling now. You're a model. You're going to make... You need to make money. You need to... Pay- I would literally be like, I'm never speaking to you again. Yeah. They go home. They're like, you're annoying. And I don't want to be a model. And I'm like, fuck you. You are model. This is parenting. That's me. If I was like, <laughs> that's gonna be me when I'm like, when I if I do have kids, I'm gonna go. They say if they have a chance at the world and they reject it, I'm gonna be. I'd be like, you're a fucking flop failure. You're a... You get your ass back to IMG right the fuck now. You're a flop, and I don't want to talk to you for a week. That's what I would. Do. I'd be like, don't even look at me anymore. You're not allowed to go out for a month. If you're not modeling, I'm not interested. <laughs> have fun getting another job. And see if it pays as much as modeling. And I'm not helping you. But then, you know, if you said that to Rock, they'd be like, fine, I'll prove it to you. And then they like... They'd like emancipate and put your ass on blast on TikTok. They would. <laughs> You'd be careful You'd be canceled. Rock. You'd be canceled in 30 seconds T-minus. flat. It would be a countdown. It would be a 10 second from you saying not to Rock having you fucking canceled. You would be then like evicted from your own home that you own harry would lose his job everything would fall apart because your brat pig of a child doesn't want to model wait how do they have so much money charlotte got a lot of money in her divorce from trey right she got a million and then she probably invested that well a million dollars was pretty good back in 1990 post 9-11 I mean, they moved, they are renting out the master bedroom to someone because they sleep now off the dining room. They, they're sleeping in the room that was supposed to be the nursery. I know. Who's in the master? Rock. No, they're not. That's a different room. There's an old man that lives there. There is like, they're they're probably Airbnb now, like a full wing of their family. A family lives in there. (laughs) That's how... That's New York for you. But who is living there? I don't know. What What is going on in that master bedroom? Is it poltergeist? Yeah. <laughs> they open the door and it's just... Gone. It's just like things spinning and floating around. We don't go into that room. Lily's friends are all listening to Antihero by Taylor. But from, isn't it 2022? Like, when did Antihero... When did Midnight's come out? The fall of last year. So that isn't possible. What year is it supposed to be now? Is it supposed to be... The beginning of 2022, I think. It's not the beginning of 2023? I don't... In... No, because it was only a few... The first season was... 2021. Aired in 2021. But it was January, like, 
it was like December into January, February of 2021. So the first season. Me look. Was the first season taking place in like summer of 2021? It was the future. Yeah. Remember it was like the pandemic's fully over. But we were still kind of in the pandemic. Uh, I've never been so confused about timeline in my entire life. No, 2022. So the first season took place in 2021. Yeah. And then 2021 ended. It's a few months. It's like only a few weeks after the... So we're still in 2021. We just got into 20... We're in Q1 2022. So Lily must have gotten a a pre... She got like an early access of Taylor's Midnight's album, I guess. They're just jamming away. They all know the lyrics. I'm like, this is the rich. They live this way. They, they get, live a different life than the, us. Yeah, I'm just going to assume it's... They probably know Taylor. Yeah, Taylor They're was like, like... texting with him and Taylor's like, I have a new track that's dropping soon. I want to give it to you guys first and see what you think. They have it months before everyone else. Charlotte walks in and she's like, I'm so mad. Lily's like, get the fuck out of my place. And here's a take a brownie while you're at it. I was like, God, Lily, you're such a bitch. So are you, Rock? Fuck you guys. I'm burning this place to the ground. So Charlotte, Charlotte is like on the verge of going Sylvia Plath. She's looking at the oven longingly, Mm -hmm. saying this could be me. She stress eats a brownie and then heads out. And I literally, the second she ate that brownie, I was like, oh, they're doing like a dose storyline. See, I didn't even notice. Really? I was like... When when it started, I was like, oh, my God, they're just saying that these people are so old now that they're having, like, heart attack. <laughs> Charlotte, they go to a restaurant. It's, like, 545, and it's packed. And then while they're waiting, Charlotte starts panicking and has a heart attack, like, a stroke, in quotes. She gets, she's stoned, and then, stoned! And then she... Stoned! <laughs> this would have been the perfect time for a Renee cameo. Oh! Her going, you're not having a stroke. You're just stoned. You're stoned. <laughs> stoned. Stoned. Remember Charlotte's... that? R.I.P. to stoned. Stoned. Wasn't that in Texas? Her man's. She kept. Yeah, it was pizza like. Pizza restaurant. Yeah, it was like it was, a it was cannabis. Hashtag pizza. stoned. <laughs> no, it was in. I think it was in like. I thought it was Staten like in San Antonio. They were going back and forth. They were living. They were always. They were on and off. They were on the move always. And Renee went through it. Renee lives in Florida now. I like that. I'm like go back, to, but I'm, I guess that you want you like to take the girl back to Staten Island. But I bet there's demons there for her. I'd say so. <laughs> I think maybe she'd go back there for one reason and one reason only, and that's to reboot Mob Wives. That's. Just, I don't know if that's good for her mental health. That's to smoke. She'd go to smoke a, a cig at the kitchen island. <laughs> Renee, that's the era of her posting airbrush thirst traps, like mid-journey level thirst traps to get her man back. She was avant-garde. She was ahead of her time. She was. So Charlotte, Charlotte's like, I, first my I was face like, is Sh- tingling. Charlotte's going to go on a spree kill. Charlotte's going to debt the vest at this Valentine's She's a spree day. killer. But... Instead, Harry calls an ambulance and Charlotte gets toted off to hospital. Miranda, on the other hand, is ready to eat some puss. She puts on this spicy mauve number. She pours herself into a purple dress and she goes up to Naya, who's like peacefully making a souffle. And she goes, knock, knock, and then leans up against the door. 
the door frame. I if what if you were living with Miranda and she did that to you? I feel like, like get out of here. I'd be like, you have a month. <laughs> you have a month, and then I'm literally gonna call the police to have you escorted from my. Apartment. I'm gonna put you in the insane asylum where you belong if you don't scooch. She goes. She goes. Hello, what nurse. What do you think about this? And Naya's like, you look great. And she's like, want to come out and eat some box with me? <laughs> Naya's like, no, I'm going to make this souffle in my like $14 million apartment. Like, all right, all right, with a souffle. We get it. I get it. Like, we get also, it. Also, I love that she felt the need to go get a cookbook about souffles instead of just Googling the recipe. Anyways, Carrie goes to this very weird restaurant. By the way, I continue to not feel like this takes place in New York. Yeah, this felt really... I think that's what felt really off. I was like, everything's so clean. Yeah. And it's like an antiseptic feel Mm -hmm. to the entire city. Like, I noticed that even when Carrie and Che were finished getting burgers. I was like, all these people are walking around. It does not feel like New York at all. No, I was like, what is this? (laughs) They live in like this gentrified section of Buffalo or something. It's like small town Hallmark movie. That's it. That's it. That's the vibe. They're like living in like Minnesota, but this actually takes place in Vancouver. Or this actually is filmed in Vancouver. They're living in Vancouver. What is up with this? Who's making these aesthetic decisions? Because that is, I was like, this just doesn't, something is so off where I'm like, everything feels Hallmark movie of the week. I don't recognize anything. And it's like, I know they're filming it in New York. I see the paparazzi photos, but I'm just like this. None of this, and I, I know, I know a little thing or two about New York. I know old Manhattan, Carrie but I'm says. just like I don't. I mean, I know it's changed a lot in the last few years, but I'm like I just don't. Didn't seem like this when we were there. No, maybe they're like have to be extra clean because of COVID or something. Yeah, I don't know. This Carrie's... restaurant though got my ass good because I was like I know the exact vibe of this type of restaurant. Yeah, and like. I was I was really maybe that was the point. I know she's wearing a that dress. I can't. Is there, why can't she wear? Where does she store clothes? all these puffy outfits? She could. She, where did she store that big old coat that she pulled out in New Jersey? She has like a hanger that like Kim has with all her stuff with, with Kanye. Her archive. She has an archive. I'm caught up on Kardashians now. I haven't watched last night or tonight. So good. That made me sad when she was going through the. Kanye stuff, mm-hmm. the Dolce Vita lifestyle. I was live. I was literally living the Dolce Vita lifestyle. That's like ice cream in Italy and bike rides and like literally having so much fun. I was like, you, you're forty five. Fun, grow <laughs> Could up. Could have fooled me. <laughs> grow up. You're a real sourpuss. You have a bad demeanor. You have bad vibes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Carrie is not living her Dolce Vita lifestyle. This awful restaurant. But back at the hospital, Charlotte's like, you know, the doctor's like, this is a good old case of space cake. You're going to, we'll get you some fluids and get you on out of here. You'll get a $4,000 bill, but it's no. That was like me when Tori ate weed off the ground. Yeah. I mean, he, I, the doctor literally was like, he's stomped. And I was like, there's sim- there's no way. Like, I watch him like a hawk. Yeah. There's no way. And they go, we're going to do a piss test and we'll show you a thing or two. Lo and behold. Lo and behold, he was stoned as all hell. I will say, though, that was me. Every time I smoked weed, I was like, I will be in hospital soon. Yeah, that's pretty much my vibe now. 
if I, if it's not like a tiny edible, like at night alone watching a movie, even then I feel closer to hospital than I have in years. But I cannot smoke pot. Charlotte's like, Harry, I realize I've been doing, I've been living for others and not myself. And if I don't work at this gallery with Victor Garber, then I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> he goes, great. We need more income so we can stop Airbnb in the master bedroom. Wait, is the guy, the art dealer's last name, is he Kasabian? He's someone like that. Like, Linda Maybe Kasabian? he's supposed to be like a good Zagosian. Yeah. Anyways, Charlotte's like, I need to be a gallerina. I can't be Rock's momager and I can't be Lily's, Lily's slave. So <laughs> we got to get me a job and I'm going to go work for this guy. And finally have a chic existence again. I was like, thank God. Then we randomly get a cut of Naya, like, basically, like... <laughs> I was like, good, okay, great. The sou- I love a souffle storyline. They had to map out. They go, in this part, the C storyline is Naya and her souffle. <laughs> part one, Naya says she wants to make a souffle. Part two, Naya goes to the bookstore to get a souffle cookbook. Part three... Naya eats a, a bite of her souffle and she's happy. I was like, my God. She's in ecstasy. I don't blame her. I was like, this seems really nice. Yeah. But again, could have done without it. Yeah. It moved the needle, not 1%. We don't have to see all these characters. We don't need it. Yeah. In every episode. We also didn't really need Seema, though I did like that scene. It was slightly unnecessary. Miranda arrives at Amelia Bedelia's place and she is... <laughs> Fully like another person, like doesn't have the voice. It's clearly an act for her professional life. She's like, hey, Miranda, come on in. And she's very Dale. She lives in this shithole little apartment. She's wearing sweatpants. I also am just like, damn, this woman did you dirty. You set up a beautiful date. And then she said, come over to my apartment and then invited you into her cat litter lair. She goes, to quote Mrs. Bennett and P and P. I'm like, P and P. They start to make out, and then she steps in cat shit, and she's like, hey, I gotta go, like, do you have some quarters? I gotta go change these sheets. I was really triggered by the quarters of it all. Yeah. I was like, you, in this world, it's kill or be killed when it comes to quarters, and you need to fend for your damn self. So Miranda's like, oh, I get it. Okay, it was this was just a hookup. But I... I was like, my God, woman. How horny are you? You're gonna hook up next to a litter box? She was going to. I've been there. It's dark. When you're... Listen, when you are, when it, hookup culture, especially in New York, when people, that was a little bit like that put me off of New York slightly. I was like, ooh, this is like the level of living. Not everyone gets a Naya Wallace 14 mil. That's probably how people thought when they came to my apartment. They were like, God damn, you live like this. (laughs) They're like, I'll fuck you, but my God. There's a toggle coat in the corner and Slim Jims in the cabinet. It was was rough. But at least you didn't have like your entire... I was like, this is what it would look like if I moved to New York and podcasted. I'd have a whole setup in the kitchen. And then I noticed like her closet was just like a tiny little thing next to the bed. I was literally like... like Miranda refers to the cat as her freak cat. <laughs> but then I got to thinking, I was like, what happened to Fatty? R.I.P. Fatty. Remember you know, Miranda's yeah. sweet cat? I loved her Fatty era. So she leaves her there and Miranda's like, what have I done with my life? And then we cut over and LTW comes home and she set up a trap on her bed with her pillows. She fluffed the pillows in a certain way that she would know if it, they were ruffled to, for her kids to have sex. And she's like, hmm, maybe she's outsmarted my booby trap. And then she opens her closet and Baxter's trying on handbags. And I was like, oh, this girl is get her out. 
LTW's like, you've crossed the line. You're in my closet. That's my property. She's like, I'm just doing it for my Instagram. She's like, no, bitch. Get out of my closet right now. Get the fuck home to your weird parents. You don't touch my handbag. You don't touch my clothes. And then even Herb is like, it's one thing with sex. I got you. I back you up with the fucking. But when it comes to your mom's clothes. Hands off. Hands off. You're on your own. And I was like, that's real. I know. I was like, damn, you really crossed a line. I would never even think to go into my significant other's parents' closet and start rifling through their stuff. And taking photos. You want some bowls. I'm like, this is the only plot I care about. LTW spinoff when? Please. Carrie and Miranda talk on the phone and Miranda's like, Carrie's charging her phone at the restaurant. She's like, I think Aiden's standing me up. Well, she didn't say that at first. She goes, hey, I'm at this restaurant right now. Oh, no, she does. She goes, I'm at this restaurant right now. Aiden's not here. I feel like he's standing me up. And then she goes, oh, but but wait, your your date, how's it going? And I was like, wow, Carrie. Carrie thinking of someone else Carrie for a change? stopping and saying, please go ahead. Don't let me interrupt you. Who is I'm this like, woman? Who is this woman? She's been abducted. She's Twilight Mitch Dome. McConnell style. Miranda's like, yeah, I'm in this shithole. There's a Cujo cat on the loose. <laughs> and the woman left me to go put do laundry for her shitty flannel sheet she's like what am i doing here i'm 56 years old and carrie goes well why don't you just leave and then miranda has a realization she goes 35 year old miranda would have stayed 56 year old lesbian miranda is gonna leave and i was like good on you go back home go to naya maybe she has an extra souffle for you and then go to your little padded bedroom and think about your life and then move out (laughs) <laughs> get your own place get a job miss start a podcast do literally anything <laughs> i start beg a, of you she should start a podcast where she's documenting the demise of her family she should and she's documenting her like slide back into rampant alcoholism <laughs> she should do a podcast but only drunk a podcast what if what if miranda has a podcast but she only does it when she's blackout so she doesn't even know that she is like a massive hit podcast (laughs) the chablis hour (laughs) it's just miranda doing monologues and just fucking ranting (laughs) she took the cover with her camera on her laptop it's like and then (laughs) but chablis hour is like huge it's the number one podcast in america that would be a great yeah twist she's, <laughs> she's actually like this is how she's managing to support herself is she's monetized the chablis hour and it's doing bangers in on ads out. in full black anytime that she's doing her podcast she's five sheets to the wind just blammo the, the chablis tapes the chablis tapes <laughs> skyrocketing to the top of the charts Chablis Tapes is making... It's giving Joe Rogan a run for his money. Yeah, Joe Rogan's shaking in his fucking boots because (laughs) Chablis Tapes is coming for his ass. (laughs) Chablis Tapes is like a blurry... It's just like a blurry kind of photo of Miranda. But it's like kind of gorgeous. It's really avant-garde and like people love the no fucks given attitude. (laughs) I used to be fucking married. I used to be someone... I live, I used to be. I lived the good life. No, Naya can't hear Chablis <laughs> podcasting because the walls are padded. Oh my God, you're so right. And Chablis in there 
literally making like 30k an episode on ad and revenue. She's a Patreon. <laughs> she really runs a full Patreon. And that's from, that's gone and, from dust till dawn. The Patreon and basically, <laughs> literally, Miranda checks her bank account and is like, "Well, I guess I'm doing pretty good because I'm still just getting these direct deposits from God knows where." She thinks it's like her unemployment, yeah, or like four hundred one k. She's getting, but really, 30. it's just like she's making like sixty grand a month from like Patreon and ad revenue combined. <laughs> <laughs> the Chablis tapes. She's like a full, robust merch, a line of merch that's like, Chablis. Mind if I have a glass of Chablis, it says on the shirt. One of the shirts just say clinkity clink, and it's just a bottle. (laughs) She's on full tour. Chablis selling backpacks? She's selling out tours. Like, she's doing full, like, 3,000-person theaters, like, all over America in, like, Rockville, Illinois, at the, like the the Theater Grand, and she's there's like photos of her. She's no knowledge <laughs> of this of this photos and... with fans. Shibley's like this, <laughs> and her fans are like so excited. Shibley does meet and greets before and after yeah. every show. Damn, Carrie's like ugh, Aiden standing me up, and then all of a sudden he, she gets a text from him, and he's like, "Where are you? I'm here." And she goes, "What? I'm here. Where are you?" He goes in the big red booth, and she's like, "This doesn't have one," and she runs out. And she asked the doorman, she goes, excuse me, what neighborhood is this? What address is this? The 60 West 45th Street. He goes, that's next door. And I was like, oh my God, she's still Alice. Do you know I've done this on a first date before? Yeah, it was, it's like, I, that was like, that is very, like, New York has like, you're like, wait, which numbers? Yeah. And then. I love that she thinks, she also walks in there and she's like. Aiden does have shit taste, so like he would just yeah. choose this place. His old West Virginian ass. I forgot his name was Aiden Shaw, and her name is Carrie Bradshaw. I never thought of that so until weird. now. That's really weird. So she turns around on the street. She would make Aiden, if they got married, change his last name to Bradshaw. Yeah. So she goes out on the street, and fucking Robert E. Lee himself is waiting there. It looks like he's literally positively nutcracker outfit. Why is he dressed as like Civil War cosplay? It's really weird. He holds out his hands to her like he's a weird seal. He's like. Something is. Aiden has seen things and nightmares that we can't even imagine. He's so thin. He's so He's gone. He's gone. He's positively gone. He goes. Carrie's like, I want to know what the difference is with you. Like, there's something about you that's so different. He goes, well, I lost 40 pounds. I'm like, whoa too much uh i'd be like how's, I thought he how's your health i was into it his wig was giving me like john travolta was he wearing a wig it seemed wiggish i, I just mean, I like think everyone's wearing a wig and then so i i don't doubt it i'm gonna need carrie to send aiden to turkey <laughs> they should do sex in the city where all the girls go to turkey and get plastic surgery like sex and city too mm-hmm. but so aiden and carrie are reconnecting as soon as they hugged on the street i was like i need them back together now i was th- this felt very so they go back to her place and they get out of the cabin he's like damn you still live here and she's like well yeah i moved back kind of a, kind of a long story because she because in the restaurant he's like i'm sorry about big so sad i read your you know seashell book it was really good it was haunting it was gorgeous blah 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 and then carrie's like well yeah i'm over big though like she let's, was, let's fuck. Let's fuck. Come on back to my humble abode. So they go back and he's like, he gets the willies. He he's goes, like, damn bitch, you live like this? And she goes, yeah, I just live here. And he goes, 
I'm will never go back in there. I was dying. I kind of was like, I get this. Oh, I fully get it. He's he like, was this like, place is bad. It's a bad juju. It's where our relationship ended. Like, it's where you cheated on me. It's where, like, it's where you locked yourself in the bathroom and he left while you were in the bathroom after he like fixed the toilet and like then he left you that eviction notice like you can't just go back and also you have the craziest wallpaper and also you have a full bed he's too big for he's that six bed five. he can fit in there he's this felt very this felt like old times but you know what i just needed like more build up like this felt I thought for a second that they were going to do like a Real Housewives cliffhanger where like they don't give us Aiden until the very end of the episode and then make us wait to the next episode to have like more Aiden. I thought it was going to be like a courting thing. Like they have like sort of an awkward date and then they're like, okay, we'll try it again. And then the spark hits in like the next episode. Like I thought it was going to be like a building back into Aiden and then the finale. She can be like, and just like that, Aiden and I were on the same page again and then leave us wanting more for season three of i was like i just needed more of a build with him like get a little more chemistry to then earn his like scaredness at her apartment and then i, I felt like this was old fa- like i felt like this was this felt like them to me like her on the steps her kind of being like what they love street drama they love drama simon kept saying that he kept going is this like a game for him that he loves they love hashing it out in the streets he's like i can't go in there it's it's fucked i can't when he stood in the middle of the street i was like like, they're gonna meet joe Joe black him i was like they're gonna fucking (laughs) oh they're gonna he's gonna get sideswiped by three different cars and fly into the air and do like somersaults i literally was like bracing myself i couldn't i could barely watch it and just like that aiden was dead i thought this is what Carrie gets for going back down memory lane. But then I was like, okay, go to go to his fucking hotel. Yeah, I was like, okay, guys, like, there's more. There's you guys are rich enough. Then he goes, you know what? Fuck it. There's hotels, right? And she's like, <laughs> and do you where think they're going to be together? West Virginia. Is she going to move to West Virginia? She's going to move to Morgantown. She's going <laughs> to move to Point Pleasant, where the Mothman was sighted. <laughs> What's the what's he in doing in West Virginia? Dope sick. I feel like he's. <laughs> they're gonna get. They're both gonna get addicted to opioids. He's already addicted to opioids. That's why he's so thin. Yeah. Damn. She's gonna walk in on him in his bathroom of the hotel, and he's gonna be shooting up, and he's gonna tell her a story about how he got in a mm-hmm. car accident, and he got his back got hurt, yep. and he went to the doctor, and the doctor prescribed him some oxy. And he took him and it made his back feel so much better. But then over time, he started to realize he felt better about his divorce, about his kids getting old and not talking to him anymore. And then one day when he ran out of oxys, he felt worse, worse than he's ever felt in his entire life. And then he said, I I need more of those. He asked around town. He found a guy that would sell him for four bucks a pill. He'd buy a hundred at a time. And then he and Carrie become junkies that live in like the Lower East Side, and the the show becomes called the show is called The Days of Heroin and Roses, and it's just them as like Lower East Side crust punks doing That'd be kind of cool. I would be into that, but I'm like, okay, now it's. I was like, okay, I want them to get together, and then now I'm like, okay, now what's gonna happen? They're gonna break up. Yeah, Carrie can't 
she has to have someone that she's already had before. Aiden is addicted to being with Carrie and letting Carrie break him. She's like, why don't you want to come inside? And he's like, it's haunted in there. I'm like, is she going to move out of her apartment? She should. Yeah. It's time. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, too. I don't care. There's not enough storage for all her stuff. And the weird bed and, like, her little shelves. Put all your puffers in the hangar in Teterboro and just, like, where... Time to move, like, where should she move to? Just move to the Upper West Side. Move to the West Village. Yeah. Where your apartment is actually... (laughs) Move down the street. I think it's time for her to upgrade. Yeah. She doesn't need what she had with Big, but she can't stay there anymore. Aiden won't find somewhere cool. Yeah. And now they both, their wealth to, combined. He needs to get his ass up from West Virginia, though. He's, he's living gonna on like, a doomsday some, compound. Yeah. He's going to need to put some meat on those bones. They're both going to need to fatten up a little bit. Yeah. They're both a little too thin. And I think that they could find love together. Aiden's looking a little bit like Miranda right now. Better keep him away from old Chablis. <laughs> well, guys. Come to our rave. Come to our rave. on. It's on Wednesday. It's on Wednesday. It's five days away. It's It's going to be fun. 10 p.m. to 2 p.m. <laughs> 10 p.m. to 2 p.m. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. It's, a, it's an 18-hour rave. Burgine. It's at El Cid on Sunset. If you're in L.A. or Southern California area or you want to just come in for it. It's on a Wednesday night. It's going to be great. Scandal themed. Laura and I are hosting. There's like four other DJs. Tickets are on sale now. We'll put the link in the podcast description. But come on out and have a good time. It's summer. Summer. Enjoy. It's the last month of summer. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.